Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 8, you will hear stories from our ninth collection, Sooner or Later. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Crossing Bridges by Lisa Watts. It is early May in the Florida Keys, but the afternoon has grown as hot and muggy as an August day in North Carolina. A few road signs confirm what the guy told us at the Cuban sandwich shop a ways back. Seven Mile Bridge looms ahead. My gut starts to clench. Soon we see the long ribbon of two-lane highway arched in its middle for passing ships that connects two lumps of land in the Atlantic Ocean. Dee and I are heading north, bicycling on the bridge's shoulder. Cars and trucks thunder past just a few feet to our left. A few feet to our right, a concrete wall not quite as tall as our bike seats is all that stands between us and the ocean. We pedal straight into a stiff 20 miles per hour headwind that slows us to a crawl. I am dehydrated from our 45 miles of biking already today. My arms ache from gripping my handlebars too tightly. I am afraid to change my hand position for fear of swerving into traffic. Have I mentioned that biking over high bridges terrifies me? This is not at all how things are supposed to be going. It's the first day of my two-month bike ride up the East Coast with D, a friend of three decades. The trip is my big hurrah on the brink of turning 60. For eight weeks, I am escaping all the trappings of adult life, job, marriage, parenting, home ownership, to realize a dream I've been fashioning for decades. I want to prove to myself that I am capable of this feat of endurance, biking 3,000 miles from Key West to Canada. But I didn't expect to be tested on day one. We are wilting in the heat. I got a flat tire in the first few hours of riding. And now the headwinds and this damn bridge. I define average in so many ways. Middle class, late middle age, middle management. Average height, average weight, moderately athletic. All of this pleases the part of me that seeks and values balance. But it also means living a life of mediocrity. The closer I got to 60, the more restless I felt. I had an itch to do something just a bit extraordinary. One thing that was above average. I didn't have to circle the globe single-handedly. A trip up the East Coast would do. I could not consider such a trip while I was busy raising kids, moving homes, and meeting work deadlines. Even as an empty nester, the idea of leaving my husband and our dogs to go ride my bike for two months seemed a bit selfish. But the older I get, the more selfishness morphs into self-care. If there's ever a time to figure out who I am, it's now. Looking back five years since my East Coast trip, I see how much those two months on my bike taught me. Some things should have been obvious, like the first day's lesson about how adventures don't go exactly to plan, 
no matter how many months I spent studying our route or collecting gear. Other lessons run deeper. I am my best self when I travel, or so I always thought. Even better on a bicycle, where I can become a kid again, playing outdoors all day with no worries except following the route and keeping myself fueled. But living this way for eight weeks, with great expectations riding on the trip, made me face aspects of myself that aren't so appealing. My irritability, especially when hungry, and my fears from crossing bridges to self-doubt. By the time we reached the halfway point of Washington, D.C., I knew I could bike 60 miles or so for days on end. It took longer, somewhere between New York City and Maine, for the wisdom of mindfulness to take hold. To survive bridges, none of them as terrifying as Florida's seven-mile bridge, I got good at putting my head down and taking it pedal stroke by pedal stroke. More importantly, I learned to navigate the intensity of so many days and nights living within three feet of my best friend. More togetherness than I've experienced even in married life. I forced myself to speak up when I was frustrated, breaking old habits of going quiet or getting passive-aggressive. I'm proud of how far my friend and I have traveled over the years, in miles and in life lessons. At some point, pedaling through New England, I realized I could finally feel with all my senses how it truly is the journey that matters, not the destination. And I understood that I could live this way, more confident in my capabilities and open to possibilities on and off my bike as the curtain lifts on life's third act. Copyright 2023, Lisa Watts. Lisa Watts is a nonprofit communications manager living in Greensboro, North Carolina. She conceived and edited Good Roots. Writers reflect on growing up in Ohio, Ohio University Press, 2006 an anthology of essays and poems by 20 prominent writers. She is working on her own essay collection about her two-month bike trip up the East Coast. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another Six Minute Story can read them all in the nine anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.